Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another Donneron Monologue podcast. I am, as always, uh, for these monologues, your solo host, Bo. And today, we're going to be talking about the religions of the Horde in World of Warcraft. And to, for purposes of brevity, we're only going to be speaking about uh, the cultures present in Vanilla Horde. Uh, that is uh, World of Warcraft, the, just the base game. Excuse me, no expansions added. Uh... Before we get into that, I want to thank our sponsor, longtime supporter of the show, Ashley Luann K. Uh, she could be found on Instagram at the Minnesota Nurse, all one word, all lowercase. Check her out for some really cool nursing-related content, and uh, she's she's just she's great. She's supportive, very supportive of the show. Uh, just just a really good pal to the show. We're we're very happy to have her as a sponsor. So, guys, uh, religion of the horde. So. Yesterday we talked about the religion of the alliance, and also touched on the fact that um, the religions are culturally very important in Warcraft, but they aren't the source of the conflict in uh, Warcraft. We'll get into the source of the conflict when I do a podcast, a weeks over the lore of Warcraft, guys. Uh, I, I've recently become uh, kind of more horde leaning in that I'm having a great time with this tune and the interactions I'm having with other horde people people on the server. I'm currently leveling a tune to sixty on on classic, but uh, so the religion of the horde, the the story of the horde is a strange one. Um, the orcs did not exist on Azeroth. The orcs were brought to Azeroth by the Burning Legion, who enslaved them to conquer worlds for them. And when so when the orcs first came to Azeroth, they were bloodthirsty, warrioristic, and they almost worshipped these demons that had given them this uh, rage, bloodlust, and strength. However, they came back in touch with uh, through the help of a uh, of a of a, tri- a clan of orcs that stayed true to their roots. They came back to the old ways, which was shamanistic. Now, when orcs were purely shamanistic on Draenor. They were largely peaceful, and uh, the shaman religion is all about the elements and nature in its purest form. It's like druids, but they're not worshipping nature. They're worshipping the spirits and base. They're not worshipping the trees. They're worshipping the spirits and the base elements, fire, earth, water, and wind of these things. So... The, the the shamanistic religion of orcs is very cool, and the orcs have returned to that through the help of Thrall, but their culture has changed by their experience with the Burning Legion, and while they are flat out, it, it's one of the reasons I think it's so odd that you could be an orc warlock and nowhere in your interactions with quest givers or anything are they like a warlock, huh? Because orcs are very, 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 very skittish about the Burning Legion in Vanilla Warcraft. But... So part of this, uh, part part of their time with the Burning Legion has made them honor war in such a way. And even when they were peaceful, orcs always favored strength and things of that nature. So they have a very neat religious culture right there. It, it, it's very, I just find it very cool. Uh, it, it's it, so orcs. What's funny is because of this, it's funny because uh, Dungeons & Dragons is doing this campaign right now where they're saying that there's no such thing as an evil race. We're changing the way we look at races and things of that nature. We're going to be more culturally sensitive about the races in Warcraft that um, that reflect actual real-world cultural groups and things of that nature. And uh, that I, I think that's wonderful that Dungeons & Dragons is doing that, but 
Warcraft's kind of already doing that. There are no such thing as a, as an evil race in Warcraft. There's cultural differences that drive these people into conflicts. And I, I've always found that very fascinating about Warcraft. But anyway, the orcs are actually extremely noble, extremely honor-bound, and it all goes back to the shamanistic religion that they have. That That is what made them fast, fast friends with the Dark Spear Trolls and the uh, Tauren, who also have this religion. And the shamanistic religion is the chief religion of both the Tauren and the orcs. Now, and the Tauren have a very cool shaman. They have a, they ha- they have a society that... The orcs and then became fast friends because they, though native to uh, Kalimdor, native to Azeroth, they have a very similar religion and culture to the orcs, and that's what's made them fast friends, and that's what has made the Torin and the orcs such strong allies within the Horde. Now, the religion of the trolls is very complicated, and I'm going to be the first to admit to you that I don't fully understand it, although, speaking of cultural sensitivity, I do think that Blizzard is going to be either brought to task soon or they're going to decide themselves, and I really hope they decide themselves to re-examine the troll religion that they have presented in these games because uh, the troll religion is voodoo. Voodoo is a real-world religion. There are actually people in this world, cultures, that practice voodoo and it is not what we commonly see on uh movies and television and books and stuff like that this is a a religion that has probably been uh the most stretched and abused by uh fiction uh perhaps in all of cultural history uh and i do think that the fact that blizzard went ahead and decided to call this troll religion in their game voodoo is something that they are going to have to deal with sometime in the future uh, and I strongly, I really hope they decide to do that before someone tells them because that that means more, doesn't it? That means more to say, look, I was wrong. I'm going to change it. That means a lot more than someone being like, hey, man, you messed up. And then you correcting it only after you've been told that you messed up, not as a self-realization. But anyway, it's there. Uh, they worship spirits called Loa. And I am not an expert on the actual real world of voodoo. I'm not going to pretend to be, but I don't know if that's a term taken from voodoo or not. I'm going to assume what we're seeing in Warcraft is a bit different, but these are powerful spirits, uh, not unlike other nature spirits in Warcraft, and trolls worship these directly. Uh, Perhaps not as gods, per se, that we would think of gods, but certainly something important to them. And uh, so troll priests are assumed to be, lore-wise, venerating these uh beings and we have uh and within troll trolls also have shamans present so uh it's kind of murky in the lore whether or not that is uh influence from the orc and torrens that made them shaman or if they had shaman naturally before or if their shaman are venerating the loa um and I've noticed that in World of Warcraft, we don't see it as much, but in the RTS games, there's a lot of troll witch doctor mentionings, which uh, that's <laughs> another thing that uh, Blizzard, I, I strongly suggest you deal with before, because uh, uh, that that is a, ve- witch doctor is a very loaded phrase. So, um, and I, I think the reason we don't talk that much about that is because it's not one of the world's most popular religions. It is not as big uh, population-wise as Islam or as Christianity, but it's it's pretty pretty big. We we do have uh, these things, and we we do have cultural sensitivity in place for a reason, obviously. But um, so probably the the strangest religious tradition in the world of Warcraft is the undead. 
the uh, and of course, like we spoke about earlier, when you play as a troll in Warcraft for the Horde, that doesn't mean that is a representative of the entire the entirety of trolls. That is a dark spear troll that you're playing as within the Horde. Uh, so is the same with undead. You're not playing as uh, you're not playing as uh, the entire undead, the Scourge. You're playing as the Forsaken, which broke off in Warcraft Three, the Frozen Throne, led by Sylvanas Windrunner. And these are a very you can be a you can be a priest as a as a Forsaken and classic, correct, Adam? Yeah, it's kind of ambiguous what that priest is worshiping because we're we're already told that because of Sylvanas' influence, they're not big on the light. They kind of went through a lot, and the light didn't really help them with it. So we can assume they're not worshiping the light. They're they're venerating something though. In fact, uh, mo- but through the dialogue of most NPCs and the lore we have of the Forsaken, they kind of venerate Sylvanas as a sort of messianic figure. She was the first one to break the Lich King's control, and she brought the rest of them to and. I really like the undead in the Horde. I just don't like playing as them that much, but they have one of the most interesting starting zones, in my opinion. I think it's really cool. Uh, their city's very interesting, although in uh, vanilla, certainly, it's a nightmare to navigate, but all the Horde cities are a nightmare to navigate in vanilla. Um, they just don't have as good a city planners as the Alliance, I suppose. But we do know through Lord that you can't play as one in the game, but there are necromancers within the Forsaken because they're trying their best to understand undeath. They're trying their best to understand themselves. So necromancy is very common. Warlocks are also very common because they see the power that the uh, Burning Legion has. And since they have no direct affiliation to the Burning Legion, since Ner'zhul, the Lich King, uh, who aligned with Arthas, kind of, that was the whole point of the Scourge, was it went rogue. The Scourge was supposed to be used by the Burning Legion, and they went rogue and sort of screwed the Burning Legion. And uh, it's never really been made clear whether or not the Lich King was actually part of Kill Jaden's plan or not. I'm going to assume so. You were just in a Poke Center. Why didn't you heal the poison? Well, don't go to Kurt's house when you're poison. Go to the Poke Center. Oh, oh, this, okay. Well, um, what? I'm I'm never done yelling. Um, you're gonna edit this out anyway because you don't like that I defy you. But so anyway, warlocks are very common within the uh within there for that reason is that because the Forsaken have always existed free of the Burning Legion's control, they think perhaps they could control them because they were attempted to be controlled by the Lich King, and control is something that's very important in Forsaken culture in the World of Warcraft. Uh, Now, the light, it's not far-fetched to think that some undead priests worship the light, though, even though it's probably not... It it is emphatically not the state religion of the uh, Forsaken of Lordaeron, but because the Forsaken, it's kind of ambiguous over which ones keep their memory and which ones don't. Their memory from when they were alive in the traditional sense, of course. So it's very possible that an undead woke up one day and it's like, well, I was a priest in life and I don't see any reason to stop. The light, you know, the light's still there. So it, it, and that's sort of the excuse that, because uh, um, the Forsaken have gained a lot of classes and expansion that a lot of people are like, why are there Forsaken hunters? They don't eat food. Well... One of the reasons there might be a Forsaken Hunter is because he just woke up remembering that he was a hunter in life and he still retains all those skills. Why not? Um, It's the same thing with a priest or any other class. In fact, the Forsaken have the best excuse to be any class out of any... uh, Now, I do think it's weird that you can only be Forsaken humans in the World of Warcraft. uh, Because, um, I mean, when you play the Burning Crusade, you can see the scar 
from Arthas's march into Silvermoon all the way into Silvermoon. He split the city in half. He destroyed the Sunwell. Surely, you know, well, I, I, they, they're promising new character customization in uh, in uh, Shadowlands. So maybe one of the customizations is you could be an undead uh, elf. And I, I just always thought that was. A, in fact, their leader, their their factional leader, Sylvanas, it was a high elf in life. I don't understand it, but anyway. So uh, again, the Horde is a mishmash of different religions, even in vanilla, just as the Alliance is a mishmash of different uh, religions. And it's very fascinating to me. Just once more, just to sort of cap on the thesis statement of uh, this entire series, it's very interesting to me that in the world of Warcraft, there is war everywhere. There's inter. There's War between the factions, there's war within the factions, there's a war of information. Every reason a person could possibly go to war is explored in Warcraft, except religion. Religion is almost never the reason you see two people fighting in Warcraft. And I almost wonder if that was one of Chris Madsen's things. Maybe he was saying we shouldn't have wars over religion because there's plenty of other things to fight about. I don't know. But, uh, well, you know what? Speaking of the Horde, in the starting area for the undead, uh, the Scarlet... The Scarlet Crusade. That is one instance of uh, religious zealotry in Warcraft. Yeah, right there. The Scarlet Crusade was a, a, a bunch of people who were either in the Silver Hand or were you know recruited into this fallen order, and they formed the Scarlet Crusade, which is literally just trying to kill all the undead they possibly can without regards to whether or not they retain their morality or anything, their memory or anything. They just want to kill all undead. They don't care if it's scourge or forsaken. They're based in Terrace Fall. They have uh, pockets in uh, Silver Pine and I believe the Eastern or Western Plague Lands. And so that is one example of uh, they are a um, they are considered a terrorist organization by Undercity. So that there, there you go. There is one example, but they're only NPCs. You can't join the Scarlet Crusade. I don't even think you have reputation options. With can you grind rep with the Scarlet Crusade? Surely you can't, because it's a dungeon you can go through as either Horde or Alliance. You're killing them either way. I don't think you could grind... If, if you know the different answer, please say so in the comments. If you're in our Discord, please let me know there. If you're not in our Discord, join our Discord and let me know there. Anyway, guys, that's uh, Religion of the Horde. We will go more into Warcraft lore uh, in a week that has strongly been requested by people on the Discord. We will go into... Uh, the rest of the lore of Warcraft. I, I can't wait to dive into that with you guys. So uh, again, since we're talking about religion, let us practice the Holy Trinity of like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we've got Patreon links. We got Donorom, uh, Donorom. We got merchandise links, uh, Discord link. We do have links to Donorom, uh, which you probably followed to get here. Uh, and guys, again, we really appreciate you guys listening. And when you're on the merch site, be sure to check out our new search. Uh, our new search. Wow, I am tripping up. Check out our newest T-shirt. Uh, again, for those listening to the podcast, I'm doing a dramatic pause to let people look at the shirt. Very, very excited about this item. Uh, again, a few people have told us that it's very similar in font to a popular manga and anime in Japan. I, I just don't see it. I really don't. But uh, full metal, full. Oh my gosh, maybe it does look a little like Full Metal Alchemist. Thank you, Don. Um, guys. Uh, guys, it's very exciting. We've got the whole band together. We, we're we're going to record more great content for you guys, so please stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, light bless you.